1: Welcome in to the DNVR <laughs> Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use Got code it. DNVR when you sign up for a new account <laughs> to get amazing odds <laughs> boost every single day. Rudo AJ Blaze coming to you live as the Avs drop this one 7-5 to five <laughs> <That happened. laughs> to the New Jersey Devils. That's a lot of goals. Uh, I, th- I mean, I don't know if it's going to be in 60 seconds, but I guess I can run this thing down.
2: <laughs> Have fun the game started 5-1.
1: Yeah, we're going to do a lot of of clumping together. (laughs) Uh, So New Jersey scored three Mm -hmm. goals in the first 12 minutes. The Avs just looked all out of sorts at that point. The Avs do get one back with McKinnon one-timer at the end of the first period to make it Mm 3-1. But to be honest, the game looked over as New Jersey scores pretty early in the second. And then again, it ends up to a 5-1 score. Followed by the Avs scoring three unanswered goals. Goaltending and defense was just entirely optional for significant portions of this game, uh, which which got you to five four. New Jersey makes it six four towards the end of the second period. Avs push back, make it six five in the early in the third but ultimately can't get over the hump and get that final goal as it ends up being 7-5 with the empty netter for New Jersey. After Vidic Vanacek was pulled after the fifth goal, Akira Schmid comes in for New Jersey. doesn't give up a single one. Uh, There are also multiple challenges and a whole bunch of other stuff that I'm sure we'll get into when we actually start talking about this
2: game. The, it was the dropping I was more <laughs> worried about.
1: Uh, look, let's start here. How much of tonight is the night where you just chalk this one up to the Avs clearly didn't have it tonight and throw it in the bin? And how much of this is the Avs let an opportunity get away from them here? I kind of
2: want to say both. I I hear where you're coming from. Like... When it was 5-1, it was definitely that first one, <laughs> but when it's 6-5, three minutes... Yeah,
1: 17, 16 minutes left in the Three minutes into the, the
2: third period, and you go on a power, your only power play of the game, and your power play is that bad, Yeah, it definitely feels at that point like you let it get away from you. You mean
0: when it takes away momentum from what they're doing? Right, <laughs> right.
2: And that's where that's where I think it starts. It starts definitely in column A. It was a brutal start, man, and look... That I I I know that there are people out there that will, but I don't know how in the world you think that Eustace Onanen could not have anything to do with all six goals. I, the 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 goal the, the the goaltender wasn't nearly good enough tonight. I the agree. defense in front of him
1: was also atrocious. Set him, yeah. set him
2: up for massive struggles. Even this early one, on,
1: even this one, like Eustace probably doesn't get back anyway. But he's. Eight miles out of his net yeah, on a the, puck that comes across. Or, or replay Devils of the third goal. Too.
2: They did I mean there there was a little bit of luck on, on each side, you know, the we saw
1: New Jersey's fifth goal, yeah. puck comes right out into the slot for Yeah, them. and
2: you see the the ads get away with a high stick right before their fifth goal. Yep. Um, you know, when the McKinnon stick or McKinnon's one timer gets deflected off def- the forward, yeah, deflected in front of off him. of a of yeah, a Devils McLeod, player, and yeah, McLeod was in the way, and, goes and in. so I mean, there's 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 a little bit of luck going either way, which in the I, NHL to create a 12 goal game, you yeah. you like, the, certainly some of them I, are going to be a little wonky.
1: The imbalance in this game was not in that category for Colorado. Certainly, this is a a grave of their own making. Yeah, yeah
2: absolutely. Um, it,
1: it's, it's just really, really difficult when you put yourself down
2: three, 12 minutes into a hockey game. Yeah. And, and you're disappointed. You know, we, we haven't really seen like a really slow start out of them in a while. They've been jumping on teams, yep. but I think where I'm encouraged is that the two really slow starts Edmonton and this game. Both turned into games eventually, right? Neither one of them. Both looked like they were they had gotten away from the avalanche, and yep. both became games. Yep. And I, for me, I find some encouragement in that because earlier in the season we weren't seeing pushback like that. We weren't seeing them make games of it. You know, they might have made it oh, from three one. They might or from three nothing. They might have made it three yep. one, maybe three two, but it would have ended. Spiraling, out, it yeah. would have it would have ended there without much more, and I'm just not, I'm just not super bothered by it tonight. Yeah, I, they I, were due for a poor performance, they got one, and they almost survived it. They they, yeah. they nearly pulled
1: it back anyway, and and look, I think there's a reality here.
2: The Colorado Avalanche made the decision to start used to staying in tonight. And let's, I mean, let's talk about this because I see a lot of the, well, you know, oh, Bednar's an idiot for starting on and in. I think we all, I think we all understood why. As soon as we saw that news, it was all about, okay, the Avs have said. Both on the back-to-back. The Avs have gone into tonight's game saying, whatever happens, happens. Let's get out of it healthy. Let's try and win it, obviously, but let's get out of it healthy. And then we are going to put. Our goaltender, who has been an upper echelon goaltender for the last two months, into both back-to-backs against Western Conference Dallas. Yeah, the team that they are chasing for the division title competition. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, and and then a Kraken team that look if they beat that, like that's a team that. Yep, you know they're on the bubble, right? And and we are having the conversation once again about look the. The Avalanche are, are now have now put themselves in the position to chase the top seed to chase home ice throughout the playoffs and winning yep. games against Western Conference teams going to be more important. Yep. And, and certainly and that was the decision for Anandin well, to play tonight. On top of that, knowing that Anandin is a little bit of an unknown quantity in the NHL,
1: mm-hmm. knowing that a game like tonight could be a possibility. You don't care at all if New Jersey gets two points. Obviously. It does, I mean, it, it, you care that you don't right. get them. But the fact that
2: it's New Jersey getting them just does, doesn't matter. Doesn't, does not. You, you doesn't even, it's not even on your radar. Yep. Oh, he the devil do. sweep you this year. Yep. Cool.
1: And, and look, is there a world where the abs could have started Georgi of all three of these games? Sure. You're also staring in front of you at a month where you get these coming up two days off and then you don't get a 2 days off in a row for the rest of the month. Yeah. yeah. So you got to find rest for a guy somewhere.
2: Right. And they, they chose, they said, "Hey, this is where this is where we're putting him." And, and that's a tough spot when you're talking about how teams treat backup goaltenders, usually it's not like that. They usually get the easy teams. Yeah. But there's not an obvious spot on the schedule. Other than now. Uh, Tonight made sense. Yep. Tonight, to me, I thought it made sense.
0: It was a sacrifice to the Devils.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Basically is what... (laughs) No, I mean, like, when you saw
0: Bednar saying that he was going to play, you know, you're going to play your backup goaltender. What that does in the locker room, too, right? Like, they're humans. It's just like, all right, this is almost a scheduled loss now. And you kind of see what happens. I mean, it was bad play to come out of the first. I think this game's... Maybe Avs win if you just take the first away. I uh, It was so bad.
1: Y- you never know, but certainly uh, throughout the night, the Avs execution and, and uh, I, wa- I don't want to say effort because I do think they tried, but they just weren't winning the puck battles. Yeah. Whether it wasn't going their way or they were doing the wrong things or whatever. Just a lot of the things they were doing tonight did not work because they didn't do them well enough.
0: Yeah. The passing was horrendous it, too it, in the
1: it, first. It, it, I mean, I say that even knowing like uh, they come back in this game because of a two-minute stretch where they get insane hockey gets played and uh, one, at least one really soft goal from Vita to I can say his name, Vanacek. Uh, it, it, but throughout the game, there wasn't ever really a consistent stretch where it felt like okay, Colorado is playing well here with the puck, and. I I don't. That just doesn't bother me that much. Some nights things aren't clicking. Sometimes it's not coming together for you. Yeah. If you keep that to one night, no big deal.
2: Yeah. If they go back and I mean we're we're talking they were coming off that crazy stretch of back to backs. Yep. Where you know we were we were preparing for like hey, this could be kind of a a rough stretch of results yeah. given the situation and the quality of teams. But uh, I mean, it's a good hockey team tonight. But uh, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed how they started the game. I liked how they finished. Um, they tried. I mean, it was you know, yeah. I, three goals is just a really hard hole to dig yourself out yeah, of. Well, and which f- is,
1: which becomes five goals. Right, really quick. you
2: get down. You get down five one and. Yeah, uh, for the record, people asking why not start Keith Kincaid, I think just Anandin's last start was good. Yep. And so they just said, okay, we'll give him another one. Yeah. And he got rocked, and I would be willing to bet you that they probably – Swap well, those guys out. I hope. mean, this
1: is stuff like that makes sense to me because you're saying, hey, he played a good game. Let's give him another one. Let's see if the rookie is, is ready to maybe start taking that next step. Yeah. We got a pretty definitive no. <laughs> yeah. And now they can move on to Kincaid or whatever they want to do.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, I I just don't really. I think uh, I was busy today with the Lars Eller thing. <laughs> yep. But I didn't really see a whole lot of hand wringing about Onedin until he gave up six goals. Agree, and uh, you know, every game matters. All the points are important, et cetera, et cetera. I I get it, but um, I you know, I guess I just don't feel really. It made sense to me, so agree. Yeah, I'm. It's just I'm just not really pressed by it, and it's kind of the whirlwind of the day. Lars Eller shows up in warmups like he's had a crazy day and then the, literally uh his first shift like you have a miscommunication yep. with a defenseman that maybe you've never even met before like not a shocking turn of events yeah, there it, yeah it, it, it was just a it was a bummer
0: i mean are you are you at all scared of the devils if you have Georgiev and Net and Makar playing mm-hmm. defense and From Landis Cog you in your I, lineup? No.
1: It, it's not that I would be or wouldn't be scared of them. It's I'm not going to think about them again unless they're playing the Avs in the cup finals. Well, exactly. like, yeah. Yeah. I just that's a, that's late June's problem. Like, <laughs> the Avs don't play them again until then if they have to at all. Yeah. So it's just not something I'm going to really think about much. Yeah. Um it, you get through this game. I will give credit here. It seems like whatever the situation for the Avs, the guy who's always leading the charge, whether it be to get out ahead or to
2: get back into a game, is Nathan McKinnon. You know, Nico Rantanen's been awesome this year. Hard agree. Um, As evidenced by the career year that he's on his way to having. And, you know, we we see a little bit of that in this game as well. Yep. But it uh, it really is different with Nate this year. It really does feel like it's at a higher level than it has been. Yeah, which makes you wonder, like, how much higher does it go? Like, where's the yeah? Where's, where's been, the ceiling? Like, yeah. Is there a next step here? Because we I don't know. He's just been, he's just been great. Uh, I'm, well, well we're,
0: it's, we were talking in the game too, right? Like, you can see it on his face. Yeah, like, yeah. this game is zany, right? And he's out there
1: thriving. Yeah. Oh, he
0: wants to go, and he's going hard, like. You gotta respect that. That's why he is great. Because well, it doesn't matter the situation, he's he's going one hundred percent out there.
1: And that's the there was never any doubt that Nathan McKinnon was a a great one of the best in the world hockey players. Yeah. But I, I think especially after last year and through some of the previous seasons, Nathan McKinnon got this a uh, little bit of a, a, a thing trailing him around where. Uh, he's kind of a hothead, you know, he's throwing sticks into the stands during practices and stuff. And at times people are like, oh, but Angry Mac's good. Angry Mac plays really good hockey. You've seen a little bit more maturity out of, out of him this year where he's channeling that not only into raising his own play, but telling the team kind of, hey, follow me. This is how we're
2: going to do this and get this done. Yeah, I think I think he might be learning that the more vocal he is, the less effective it is. Yeah. And the more he just goes out there and puts his stamp on a game, the more the team gets behind him. Yeah. Um, Because they don't, they, they don't have their captain in the lineup. It's true. You know, and and he is that guy in game that you, you look to. And now it it is, you know, McKinnon has a permanent A on his chest for a reason. You want him to be stepping up and, and helping with that. But um, i do i do think that he is i do think he it it does look different this year that he's it's channeled a little more appropriately yep and cuz earlier in the year we saw we we were seeing there was a real struggle there and sure. in the last couple of months one of the major turnarounds in Colorado for for Colorado uh, as a team getting the results that they want has been mckinnon has been very different uh in terms of just just raising his game yep and not not leaning into some of the self-defeating stuff
1: getting it it done
2: when it needs to get done and not complaining when things don't go
1: your way
0: yeah you're saying max like is he dad is he dad on the team mac daddy perhaps no no
1: No. i mean miko certainly
2: isn't the dad just yeah. like you
0: know when dads are upset and they don't say anything and then you like you're like oh i better
2: yeah that's I the worst i have, i have disappointed nate
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i feel like bednar just covers that enough by yeah. himself yeah. Yeah. silver Fox. <laughs> if Bedsy walks into the room and doesn't say anything just <laughs> looks at you you're like oh shit <laughs> uh, on that note we are brought to you by Jive Hive. You can get your weed delivered to you today. Go to JiveHive.com. That's J-I-V-E-Y-H-Y-V-E.com. Uh, you can get it right away if you want to order it ASAP, or you can schedule a delivery for the future. Either way, if you know something's coming up, you can have it delivered right to your door and be good to go. Obviously the best part is you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to go into a dispensary or anything like that. It just comes straight to you. If you're an introvert like me, you don't have to talk to anybody. You just get what you want and you get it right at your front door. Uh, So it's, it's super easy. To do like that, they have great convenience and pricing for what they do as well. You can check them out today. Uh, They do only deliver to certain areas, now serving Aurora, Greenwood Village, Monument, Fountain, and various areas of El Paso County. If you're not sure, you can enter your address on their website, and they will let you know where you can get it. Just visit JiveHive.com, that's J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com, and get your order delivered whenever you need it. Also brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery. If weed's not your thing, maybe you like alcohol. You know, if you don't like either, totally respect it. Whatever floats your boat. But for Breck Brew, you can get yours down here at the bar with eight different kinds on tap or at your local liquor store. They're now in all 50 U.S. states. I think someone was telling me they got some in Canada the other day, but I don't know how reliable that is. Don't know if you can really get it up there in Canada yet. But what? either way, Breck Brew.
2: Oh, I've not found it yet. All right. So, but I know. haven't frequented the LCs up there as much. So, yeah, I I don't. I, 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 I should know. say I go to the same one. So,
1: you've got one on your list. Well, it's like by the house and <laughs> sure. It's I mean, it, an makes easy sense. Shopping center, it makes you know, sense. Like, yeah. Either way, get your Breck Brew, go to BreckBrew.com, use their beer locator online to find it near you. And if you didn't get in on the well, Breck Brew well, Ultimate yeah, Fan it's Experience, it's too late. So, sucks for you, but we are announcing the winner of that tomorrow, so be sure to keep that thing tuned in on Twitter at yeah. DNVR Avalanche. Uh, the winner will be announced tomorrow for the pair of tickets in row five, the parking pass, the Club Lexus access, and two DNVR shirts. It's kind of a sweet deal. Uh, if you do want to get in on the Nuggets one, you can still get in on the Nuggets one. That one's still an option, so go check it out. Go uh, Next time, be ready for the Breck Brew fan experience and get your chance to win. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm going to take us a little bit out of order here, but appropriate amount of weirdness for this game. Uh, There were two challenges in this game. One of them I thought made a lot of sense and ended up being wrong. One of them I thought was really dumb and ended up being wrong. One, do we have any issues with Jared Bednar? I know Blaze and I kind of talked about this on the watch line, but AJ, do you did you like that challenge or not mind it from Bednar after it was two nothing? Uh, I thought
2: game situation. It just given how they looked, um, I didn't mind them giving it a whirl. I understand why it wasn't, um, and it was what we thought. Yeah. We predicted that it was it was not gonna go that. they not way. gonna get yeah. overturned, but uh, I also think at the same time, like it's still such a hazy area yeah. that I didn't mind it. Okay. The other one, though.
0: Yeah, that one just seemed... <laughs> I, I don't
2: know what Lindy Ruff is looking at. And they on had that extra one.
0: time, too, because they were... They pulled their goals.
2: goalie, yeah. And,
0: and they still went with it. 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 Can,
2: we, can we talk about that part of it? Yeah, sure. Because if you're a team that's, like, like, in the postseason and you're looking at it and you're like, oh, this is a really, really close call and you're trying to buy extra time, why not just pull
0: your goalie? So here's... Can you put your goal? Because you that's can put your goalie my, right back. My
2: my assumption yeah. is, if you did that, the first time someone does
1: that, they'd probably get away with it. Yeah, and then the NHL would see that and go, okay, if you do this and you put your goalie back in,
2: we're giving you a delay of game.
0: Well, you, that, well, so well, you that's you'd have where to a shift or something, right? Yeah.
2: That's where that's where he fakes. You know, you fake a skate problem.
0: And <laughs> he goes into the
2: back. Oh, he Gets the God. skate yeah. fixed. <laughs> you know, you do. You know, instead of just John Cooper, you know, just getting a free pass in the Damn. cup final last
1: year. Certainly better than just giving this, a dude 90 seconds, that's yeah. for sure.
0: This,
2: and,
1: it
0: sounds like the Ducks movie all of a sudden. Are, no.
2: you,
0: <laughs> are you gonna challenge? Are you gonna challenge?
2: Yes or no? Yes or no? Right now, yes or no? <laughs> yes or no? Yes or no? Like are you talking to a dog? Like oh I'll never I'll never forget that. <laughs> well so crazy. I just thought I just thought while well, we were since it they happened at the same time I was I was sitting there wondering like huh how much extra time did they get because they were waiting for the goaltender to switch out and get his gear on and whatever, whatever? And like in the future, couldn't you just use that as a loophole?
0: I mean, they could just pull that. Like you only got thirty seconds, right? So like you try to challenge it hey, and I go, Too look, late, it, yeah, look if
1: if that's what it takes to get the NHL to actually enforce the thirty second rule, I'm need here to for put it. A clock <laughs>
0: behind the goaltender. <laughs> And once that happens, it needs to start running. And if the, the like, a sh- like a shot clock, <laughs> yeah. give the coaches a flag yeah. if the flag isn't
1: touching the ice by the time it hits zero. Yeah. You Nobody's know,
2: pulling yeah. it out of his pocket. Oh, yeah. this yeah. Bill Belichick keeps hitting his shoe. Yeah, <laughs> like he's got to reach for his shoe. You know? Oh my god! Anyway, it- I just thought I just thought it was like one of those little those little things in the game where I was like. If I was a head coach, I would be filing this. Jot away. that one
1: down. For later, I would be filing this
2: away for a future game situation to be like, "Hey, we want to take two more looks at this to see if this is offside or not or whatever," <laughs> and be like, "Okay, I'm like I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this shit yeah. with the goalie and try and figure it out and and just buy some time." Um, anyway, that was a bad challenge by them, and I can understand why people would be like, oh, "I don't think it was going to get overturned. Bednar shouldn't have done it," but. I, I just with how they were playing in the right. game situation it's fine it's, you just it, never know what those calls it's, either it's almost a pseudo timeout and
1: again because no one on planet earth actually knows what goalie fear goalie interference is mm. why not try it like
0: i mean i could see you can see it either way like you can talk yourself oh, into yeah. like oh he totally pushed the pad in and, and you can also see like nope that's a it's a loose puck it's a loose puck he's going for it yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: totally understand and. It was like, I, for me, I would disallow that because I think that his... I would have I, too. Yeah. I think the contact is with the pad and it's... Yeah. It clearly pushes him off the post. And that's, yeah. yeah, and that's the difference between that and the L O C goal against Edmonton is that LLC didn't make substantial contact and certainly didn't move Jack Campbell off of his post. Yep. yep. He was swatting at a loose puck in the same way and his just bounced up over the pad and got lucky. And in this case, the that... that Stick moves the pad and then it goes in. And okay, um, you know, I get it. So, yeah, I understood where where everybody was coming from and I didn't have a problem with it.
1: Yeah, the other jerseys was pretty funny
2: though. The other one was just obvious. Like, yeah, as soon as they showed the down the line angle, you were like, uh, (laughs) that's on side. (laughs) What are we doing? And
1: like, even in a world where he wasn't on side. Did well, Val wasn't touching the puck anyway when it entered the zone, so it would have been the weird tag up rule situation. Yeah, like
0: maybe Jersey's got the old rule book. They don't know that you know, <laughs> have to have their skate down because <laughs> it's that's not the, the plane of the ice that can yeah. say, and that's not even a rule anymore. Know,
1: Lindy Ruff isn't young, so. <laughs> it's true. Uh, either way, two things that happened. You get into the second period, and and the game just kind of comes apart. AJ, you already said it. when you give up five, that's a, it's yeah. a tall mountain to climb.
2: Yeah, and it was uh, where I think you find the encouragement out of this is that it gets to five one, and your team doesn't just pack it in. Right, your team and and the McKinnon goal, the five hole goal, is geez. so bad. It's it's a freebie. It's a bad goal on Vanek. But uh, the the ranting goal, it's great play. Yeah. Like that's your guys, that's just great offense. Yeah. It's just great generation, great finish. Like you, you're not looking at Vanichek, you're not you're not even looking at New Jersey. Like, hey, what'd you do wrong here? You're looking at it, you're just like, That's that's great offense. Man. It's great finish from a great player. And great shot from Confort too, on the other Yeah, one. and then I'm the like, other Comfort could just skates down the ice freely, which that would have been my problem if I'm Jersey. Sure. And then that's a great again a great shot beats a goaltender where you're like ah, okay uh, these guys are just suddenly wiring pucks out of nowhere like this is this is kind of messed up. What I don't like is that after that yeah I mean that's the one the sixth goal is the one that I think you, you really just can't have it yeah. you really look at on and in and you're like dude this team was in this you can definitely definitely save. Sam Gerard needs to do more in oh, that net front battle
1: for sure. But if Onanen makes the play he's trying to
2: make, it never gets there. But Onedin, uh, there are three failures on that play. Onedin's responsible for number one and number three. Yep, that's too much. And if we're being honest here, the situation Sam Gerard is in right there is the situation where Sam Gerard is at his worst. Yep, that 100% is Sam Gerard is is his worst individual skill is battling net front. That's, I mean, when you're five foot eight and 170 pounds wet, and you're just not going to be that's that That's just yeah. life. <laughs> you know? Uh,
0: yeah, it's just positioning, right? And yeah. like when you're playing against a bigger guy, he can just stick his ass out <laughs> and then he has free stick. Yep.
1: Gerard's reach isn't that long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: just the reality yeah. of the situation. Yeah, and
2: that's just a tough. And, and I mean,. I'd like the other the other aspect of that is I'd like a little more from Rantanen defensively. I agree. I understand Ryan Graves. That's good puck protection for Brian Graves, but get that passing I, lane. Don't I, well don't. and and uh, the stick on the ice, man. Yep. Yep. The stick on the or because they that's the thing that they teach all their guys all the time. They hammer that home with them. Um, try to try to break that up a little bit. Try to because what it, the resistance that he provides is not meaningful. Like it it Graves has to go around him but Rantanen yeah. never really comes close to disrupting that play. Yep. And I think that's where I was I was wanting a little bit more from him. Well, and that's But none of this matters if Honeden has a uh, has a very standard just your yep. your paddle is on the ice wow. to prevent this exact thing. Yep. And and then on the back end of it if he
1: just doesn't lift his pad it just hits him. <laughs> The puck doesn't go in the net. Um, and, and look, I get it. That's a issue on top of a million other issues. If if that goal goes in, but the abs hadn't given up five yet, you're in a totally different universe, yeah. right? You don't know what this
2: hockey game looks like. That being, that being goal number six after a team has come back right. to, <laughs> t- to t- turn it from 5-1 into 5-4. Uh, for me, I'm just like,
1: it just completely crushes all the work you put in to get back. Well, in and the it's game. crazy
0: too because he made some huge stops. He did. in Between
1: he, those, he stopped he, a breakaway. The, a
0: breakaway. He's your breakaway yeah. immediately after the fourth yeah, goal, and yeah. he's like, "I got this." Yeah, but it, but then these like one, what you're just talking one, about it, this horrible. Making the big Mechanics saves
1: don't matter them. if you don't make the ones you're supposed to make. Right. Like right. you
0: don't for me like I'm not sitting here
2: pumping a guy's tires like oh he made some key saves after he gave <laughs> up five goals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm not I'm just not going to do when when the sixth goal that he gives up is a failure of basics. Yeah. Yep. It's a it's a breakdown of the fundamentals and what we see with goaltenders that stay in the NHL for a long time. Obviously they're 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 very gifted athletically. Obviously, they can eat, or they've got a tremendous size, or some combination of them. But fundamentally, NHL goaltenders are unbelievable. Yeah. the consistency that they do it. You watch Alexander Georgiev when that guy's when that guy's on it. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's. It, it, I mean, you watch you watch the 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 best in the business too. I mean, that's if there is as a goaltender,
1: if there is something fundamentally wrong with your game, the tape will be out on you within three weeks, yeah. and, and they will just pepper you there until you either fix it or you're out of the league yeah like it's all there is to it
0: well you want to talk about just like the eye test right you look at georgiev's game it's solid it's secure it's yeah there's not a lot of movement going on right like it it just feels comfortable and then you look at anan's game at the start of it tonight and it was squirrely, yep very uncomfortable feeling like you can just Tell, he just doesn't have that presence yeah. in net right now. And and look,
1: Onanen is going to go back to the AHL. He's going to continue to develop. Yep. And, you know, I, I still believe he can be a, a decent NHL goaltender.
2: Sure. Yeah, this isn't tonight should not move anybody, any direction yep. on yeah. his long-term viability as an NHL netminder. We'll see. It's just part of the we'll development just,
0: of, yeah. a, of a goaltender, yep. and either you rise to it, like, okay, now you've you've been there and got yep. your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Yep. Are you going to rise to the next level or are you going to let that defeat you?
2: It's exactly what it is.
0: Also, NHL players and AHL players don't have, I'm going to let it defeat me <laughs> in them. Beyond and, and
2: let's be real, like this was a tough assignment. Getting yeah. a, a like and a really, really absolutely. good devil. You get team. a really yeah. good team. The Avs defense. It,
1: did anyone on the Avs defense play well tonight? No, no. it was just brutal. brutal.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't have a single Avs defenseman as a guy that I thought was any good tonight.
0: They just got they got beat along the boards so bad mm. all night. Yep, even yeah. even
2: like in behind their
1: own net, they're losing yeah. battles. Yeah. Like it was just ugly, top to bottom. I. Devon Taves had three shifts in a row Dude. where he just like falls over. Like I don't. Even...
0: There was some weird shit going on there. Yeah, it, it just and then like the soft exits with this bad passing. It was just
2: their puck management it was, was really so bad. It was it was really it was, really, it was so casual yeah. and that's the, that's one of those things about the Avalanche that has not been present in their game. Um, and why I'm not super concerned that, hey, it happened tonight. It's not I a recurring issue
1: for it, and, yeah. and this is
2: another reminder of I don't think this was as much the Devils beating the Avs as the Avs opening the door up. Because I, I, we saw the pushback. We saw the Avs. You know, and obviously there are score effects when a game is at five one, but it was at five one for so little time. Yeah, yeah. they t- they turned it from five one into five four in just over two minutes, and and then you know it, and like a little bit of credit to Jersey mm-hmm. for, for for limiting the quality back down, in the yeah. third period and and resetting at the intermission. And okay, hey, we're gonna take this. You know, we got to we got to not do this. And uh, the goalie change obviously helped. Um, cool but i do i you know i like i like the pushback i do i just like it i thought it I, was i thought it was good and i thought it was meaningful it, and
1: despite the poor play it shows a team that understands they're trying to go out
2: and get it every single night yeah it's it's the heart you know you, you always you, there's a such thing as a lovable loser for a reason right yep and and tonight i thought that so many mistakes that they can clean up beat themselves a lot very, very, very few times this season have I felt like the, Avs, I, the Avs just got beat by a better team. I,
1: not trying to say New Jersey played well tonight, but if the Avs can play that bad and lose a game
2: by one goal in an empty netter, mm-hmm. they're going to win a lot of hockey games. And it does show the difference between that that margin of error that they have with this alignment, with this roster, yep. with the talent that they currently have, even with no Kale McCarr and no Alexander Georgiev. Uh, no Gabe Landeskog, like, you know, and I, I know Chad has talked a lot about Josh Manson and the ankle injury at the end. We'll just see. I, I don't, I mean, nobody knows. And there's no, I believe there's no practice tomorrow.
1: It's very likely they don't
2: practice till Friday. Yeah. Um, so I'm not expecting any update there, but the difference being that their margin of error is larger now because they can, they can do some things to some teams.
1: Yep. They they are healthy enough and have enough talent that on any given night you feel pretty good about them. Yeah. Now you feel a lot better when Kale McCarr drops in. Sure. And New Jersey will feel a lot better when Timo Meyer plays. Exactly right. So that's kind of is what it is. The ebbs and flows of a hockey season come and go in that regard.
2: Yeah. Um, and these two teams played two really good games against each other this year. Yeah. You got a one nothing game in Jersey. And then I was kind of a sleeper, but at least I mean, it was close, competitive, yeah. yeah. And then the game tonight, which was, uh, you know,
1: well, no
2: defense, all,
1: all gas, yeah. yeah. So, so the it's the way it goes sometimes. Uh, we are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. You can go over there, you can bet on whatever you want. Uh, if you didn't bet the over tonight, woof, <laughs>
0: that's
1: that's all I got to say. Uh, plenty of goals to be scored here in this one. Nathan McKinnon continues to be uh, free dollars. Bo did uh, get his point tonight for Blaze's bet there, so that cashed. Only one he didn't get was Evan Rodriguez finishing. So.
0: I got the over real early. <laughs> yeah, Got the over
1: <laughs> six minutes into the second period, I think, something like that. So, Look, you can bet on whatever you want over at DraftKings. It doesn't have to be the Avs. It can be any hockey team. It can be football. It can be basketball with March Madness coming up. Obviously, that's going to be a big one. Uh, with other ridiculous sports, if you want to get into those things, they've got everything under the sun you can imagine, whether it be chess or boxing or chess boxing. All three different things, I will have you know, that you can bet on at DraftKings. New Creed movie on Friday. Is it coming out on Friday? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, I haven't watched any of that series. What? So good. I've heard it's really good.
2: So good. Look, man, is pretty big rocky fan they did right by it and uh, michael b jordan is he's yeah he's just dope i mean
0: (laughs) i mean the first one was great the second one was great too
2: well the second one i thought was just we don't have to get into this i
0: I loved i loved both
2: of them yeah yeah.
1: i don't know if you can bet on the outcome of a movie at DraftKings. that might be a bridge
2: too far yeah, you can bet on the Oscars. You're right. So you definitely can't bet on a Rocky movie. I I mean, you can that There's Rocky no movie for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you know right. how it's <laughs> ended. You're right. So. You're right you're the right. odds would be outrageous. <laughs> yeah, it would be like it would be like that screenshot I have of uh, the start of the third period of Game Two of the Cup Final, where the Abs were up seven nothing, and it was the Abs had odds. It was like negative like ten million.
1: <laughs> That's DraftKings is going to add a button that says Donate to DraftKings, and that's going to be the betting (laughs) on
2: That'll be betting on
0: on (laughs) a a Rocky Rocky movie with a seven ending. (laughs)
1: Uh, Either way, going over to DraftKings, use the DNVR code. must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See the show notes down below for details. Of course, Mm -hmm. if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, we're also brought to you by the uh, good, awesome, amazing people over at <laughs> a company called, oh yeah, Shady Rays. Uh, didn't bring our glasses tonight.
2: Not wearing them for a loss. Yeah, it,
1: it, had the Avs pulled it out. We'd have been, we'd have been wearing
2: them. I'd have gone down to the but, car and pulled them out for <laughs> it. But <yeah>. they <laughs> didn't,
1: they didn't complete the comeback. So the Shady Rays stay away. All right. Only gonna wear them for Ws. But they are great at what they do. Uh, the polarized the lenses. What's that?
0: Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Only when the future is bright.
2: Nah,
1: true. Shades. True. Good answer. You're trying
2: to
0: catch W's.
2: <laughs> Where are the rays? Oh, my oh, God. You missed it, Rudo.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> Either way.
2: Everybody's off their game tonight.
1: Bunch of amazing styles of sunglasses that you can get from Shady Rays. Whatever style you're into, they have a pair for you. Even if you want ski or snowboard goggles, they have those too. So jump in, go get them. You can get them online at ShadyRays.com or go to the Park Meadows Mall where they have a physical location. When you use code DNVR at checkout, you get two glasses or more. You get 50% off your order. That's a free pair of sunglasses if you're doing the math. Jump on it. Go get some Shady Rays. Go look good out in the sun. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Most interesting moment of the game? Val Nachushkin screaming at Ryan Graves?
0: (laughs) Celebrating with (laughs) Ryan Graves. (laughs) (laughs) This is the whole sequence
2: happens within two seconds in real time of he shoots the puck. He cross-checks Graves. He scores and then he mean mugs the shit out of him. <laughs> it wasn't quite Alan Iverson stepping over to It, Ron was, it
1: wasn't that aggressive. It yeah. wasn't
2: quite because the cross check had already happened. Yeah. But. Not many dudes look down on Ryan Graves very often. <laughs> he is a tall guy. It yeah. would have been
0: great if he would have skated over him. Just like, it, oh. Over him. Whoa, if hey, he would have, like, me.
2: stepped over him yeah. and then turned around and been like, Lucky, give me a hug.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. if that was the tying goal? Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> Still maybe. being down one. Best you're going to get is the mean mug.
2: Or a, or a goal in, like, a cup final game. Oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, but boy, was that was that something, just to see that intensity out of him and get what? it directed so strongly at Ryan Graves. I, I,
1: I think you saw that, though, on on the confer goal that made it 4 5 too. Those guys were pumped to Man. get the goal back within one. They It's not like they're floating around out there. They're like, no, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they came up short, which is unfortunate, but... Well, when you're vibing, you're you, vibing. Right. Yeah. You, you make it work. You make it count, and again, I I know it's a weird night. I know the actual underlying
2: play for a lot of this game was just outright bad from Colorado. It wasn't so much the scoring chance numbers, but it was the high danger chances yeah. that really, I think, separated the two teams. Yep. I think it ended up being 16 to 6. That is a big difference. 16 is a lot to give up. Yeah. Six is a really low number. Yep. But I believe, I'll check, but I believe scoring chances were actually pretty Fairly close. even.
1: Yeah. And, you know, some of that here, some of that there. If the abs don't fall into a hole immediately. Yeah, it was 26 to 25. Okay, so that's almost
2: exactly even. Yeah. And it was the first period um, really bad from Colorado. Obviously. Um, the second period bad from Colorado, but better offensively. Sure. And then the third period, really good Just, from New Jersey. Yeah. To keep limiting it low event. a lot. Yeah. Low event both ways. Sounds about right. Um, eh,
1: beyond that, uh, special teams tonight. Obviously, oh, the PK sorry, does a good job of, of bailing out the failed challenge. The Devils had more scoring chances. Okay, sure. By one
2: 28 to 18.
1: Okay. I mean, that's still not terrible, but yeah, not good.
2: Built on a 13 to 4 first period. So they had otherwise even after they had that.
1: fifteen through the rest
2: of the game and the abs yeah. had fourteen. Yeah. But sixteen to six for high danger yeah, and that, fifteen that, of those <laughs> were in periods one and two. Yeah. I mean it was defensively, you were it was as, as you thought. Defensively it was bad from the avalanche.
1: Yep. yep. Um, so special I teams. The there. Penalty kill. Good job of bailing the abs out of the, and, the challenge power play. Not as good. <laughs> right after the goalie change. And it's, look, teams have bad power plays. They had one on the night. I'm not necessarily faulting their special teams as being a problem here, but it is hard when you watch that momentum hit a brick wall after you make it a one-goal game, and your power play kind of hurt you in that regard to me.
0: The other part there, too, right, is like they changed the goalie. Yep. You've got a fresh goalie in. You should be out there. You're on the power play. You should be. Peppering pucks at this goalie right away. Yeah. Taking away confidence. Instead, give him a nice slow warm up with two shots. And I believe, was it just two yeah, shots?
1: Yeah. And one of them
2: was like a nothing wrister. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, you want to take advantage of that goalie while he's still cold.
2: Yeah. And then what I would like to see is a little more movement with the puck yep. um, and not just McKinnon to Byram and McKinnon to Byram and then, oh, Back to Ranton. you know. I would like to actually see a little more movement and someone the,
1: cut to the net or something. Well, the yeah. different
2: times that we've seen them move Nathan McKinnon around as the chest, he piece. drags people to him. Yeah, yeah but he has such gravity to him that I I don't understand why they're so comfortable with him over there in a static spot all the time. When when he moves around, he get you. You see him get opportunities he scored a number of goals over the last couple of years when they have moved him and they keep him, they kind of keep him on the run. It seems like they settle into this thing where they're like, all right, here's our traditional. And it makes it easier for the other teams to figure it out. Yeah. Because all that sense of urgency and everything, it's, it feels like they're like, okay, we'll just tone it down. We'll play patient. We'll play smart. We'll wait for the right goal. We'll try and make the perfect play. Instead of having a sense of urgency, moving it quickly, putting some pressure on the defense and and putting some, you know, putting some pressure on an opposing goaltender to make him track a buck. Yeah. Make him have to go, especially a fresh goaltender. It's not just seeing shots, but have him, <laughs> have him like actually have to like look around and fight through screens and, and work to do his job the abs didn't do any of that to him are you saying they, they, he came in and they were just like okay well, we'll make this easy on you
0: the abs kind of have like a static power play too right like there's not a lot of movement in just in general itself. it's yeah. more like hit your mark be there move to this mark be there instead of like what you're saying which is Maybe have some movement, some guys switching positions. Needs a little flow for yeah, sure. Just, yeah. Yeah. Try to open some stuff a little bit more than instead of just like brute force, make some passes, slap shot from the corner. Yeah. It,
1: it doesn't even have to necessarily be McKinnon. I think when it's at its best, you see Lecky does a really good job of he's down low, he
2: circles out high, he cuts yeah. back into the middle. Just force
1: the other team to skate a little bit. Create some space for yourself.
2: It is, where, it is where, again, the lack of Gabe Landeskog hurts them, hurt them because, yeah. one, he tips pucks better than anybody on the outs. Yeah. But, two, he's also such a sublime passer at times yep. that his playmaking, when he flares out down low, he's a different kind of passer than Natushkin and Lekkinen who are fine. They're not like bad at it. they're not, not it. that level. Yeah, yeah. but Landeskog, Landeskog is a consistent playmaker throughout his career, has always had good assist numbers. Yep. And there's a reason for that. That's a guy that he can he can draw attention away, and it's it's where it does hurt them. But, you know, that can't continue to be like, oh, well, without Landis Like I'm sorry, but you have Miko Rantanen and Nathan McKinnon. You have two of the top 15 <laughs> players in the world still.
1: We, well, we already talked him up enough tonight, but king of the game is, in fact, Nathan McKinnon once again. Two-goal night, played a ton <laughs> again. He's... People talk a lot about the engine of a hockey team. I don't yeah. think it's ever been more clear than this year with Nathan McKinnon being the engine of this hockey yeah. team.
0: Dude, he blew some ankles off dudes <laughs> tonight, He too. made Dougie Hamilton
1: look like oh, it, it was, was learned Hamilton. escape, man. It wasn't some yeah. schmuck back yeah. there, either. <laughs> that was The inside,
2: the, that okey-doke that he gave Dougie Hamilton, and, and Dougie was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Where did he go? <laughs> was so it was just so weird because you're one, you don't ever expect anybody to do that to Dougie. But it was so bad (laughs) from McKinnon. Like he did it to her. He it was just it was awesome. It wasn't like he got a
1: a half step on him. He just raped like like, it was he girl bite him. It was was dismissed. <laughs> we are also brought to you by Game Time. Uh, you can go on to Game Time, use the link down in the description to get your tickets to Avs Games or any other event here in Colorado or across the country. You use them, you can get prices up to 60% off. So it's a ridiculously good deal. Uh, when you use the link, it helps us out a little bit too. Uh, see, that's the commercial that played for me now just a second ago too. Uh, <laughs> When you go in there, you can select your tickets. It'll show you where your seat is. Again, ballerina, that's fine. You don't need that. But a lot of other rinks around the league, <laughs> you make sure you're not getting a bad seat. All right. Uh, so check them out. Go to game time. Use the link. You're all set. Looks like we have one super chat to get to.
2: That drop pass is not going anywhere with Nathan McKinnon
1: in Colorado. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, $5 from Melanie who says major bummer. Let's go avalanche. Let it go and win this weekend. And, and that's, yeah. that's the good way to,
2: to end it off. Cause if the Avs beat Dallas on Saturday, big chilling. Uh, was, I want to talk about one last thing here. Sure. Um, cause we did not get to it. And it's something I really wanted to touch on. But as much as we talked the other day about, Hey, you beat Vegas in this head to head, this should be inspiration to the front office to go get another guy to go get some help. Right. I don't think any of us sitting in in this room right now feel like they should be done. I, th- no. That was before this game happened, certainly. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Before but, after. Yeah. Right now. Nothing
1: has changed on that front. Friday. But I,
2: I t- tonight I think is a good example of why we feel this way because a team in New Jersey that has a really good top six and guess what? Teams that make the playoffs tend to be pretty good. Jt Confer. Gets his head kicked in. Yeah. Now he has the, the great goal, great, just a, a good individual effort, right? But gets his head kicked in. Yep. Head-to-head. Possession-wise, just completely dunked. And this is a thing that has been against <laughs> good teams. Fairly common, yeah. yeah. Has been a struggle for them that, that JT Comfort cannot handle that matchup. And he's got Val and Miko yeah. ranted in for a lot of those games. Today, it was a little different. Uh, you know, with, took with, some shifts up there. Yeah, yeah. with Alex Newhook. Uh, so it was a little bit different, but it was a good reminder that the- T.T. Confer just may not be cut out to handle a full-time hard 2C job yep. with him having to take on that matchup. I mean... It, 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 chat brings up immediately uh, the Max Domi name, where I think that's the obvious, the obvious name that sits there. Yep. As a pending UFA, as a guy who's been a one c this year and been good. Yep. Um, but you do that, and and how much better do you feel if your center depth goes from Nathan McKinnon, J.T. Comfer? Uh, you're not entirely sure how the bottom well, six. You're plays sorting out, out Lars Eller, at Lars this Eller, point, and, and somebody to. Uh, Nathan McKinnon, Max Domi, JT Comfer, and Lars now well, one through four. All of a sudden, you're feeling really, really good and about
0: that. You're well, just
2: that much better. And it's not so much that you got a player that's better, that's that much better than JT, but that you put JT in a role just a little more.
1: And even like... In a world where all of a sudden JT figures it out and and is capable of doing that two C job,
2: now Max Domi's your three C. Oh no, it's such a horrible fate. And like, you can and on nights where guys are are feeling it and you have them a guy up and down, going, they exactly, can they can yeah. be more interchangeable. Yep. Instead of right now, it's it's kind of a ride or die because Evan Rodriguez's play has cratered since the All Star game. Yep um to the point where he can't you, he can't be given that job. Yeah. Alex Newhook uh, I I don't think any of us have any strong problems with this play but has not he's taken, just not there yet. Has yeah. not demanded that he get that job and move into that role, yeah. right? Yep. And so you're looking and and I know Chris McFarland the other day said he felt like he got options he has options there internally, but I just disagree with the man. Yeah. Because the other option there is Miko Ransodin and and We've seen him play a passable two C, but the guy is a world-class right wing.
1: Given how he's played this year, why would you want to mess with that?
0: Yeah.
1: So
2: we'll see. Yeah. And that's and, and that's where tonight you can still look at this and say, all right, against a good team that where their strength is their forward core, yep. We still had a problem here because that second line got bopped tonight. Yeah. Funny enough, they 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 end up on the right side of this. They they score two and they yeah. give up one, but in terms of uh, the creation of quality of and all that stuff, just bodied, yeah. And that's that's where I think the concern continues continues to be. And if they don't make a, another move to address that position, that that is the number one concern going into the postseason for me.
1: Well, they've got a little bit over thirty six hours to. Get it sorted out.
0: You want to know what's this? And I'm going to finish here. They have basic 36 points in the West that they can go get after tonight's game. Yep. 10 points in the East. Yep. Nine of those points, or excuse me, 16 of those points in the West are against Pacific teams. Pacific's pretty bad. Three of them are against San Jose because they haven't yeah. touched them yet. And that's yeah. a team Two that is... Two of them are really, against Anaheim. Th-
1: Ed, AJ mentioned this earlier about Arizona but Anaheim and San Jose are teams that are going full nuke tank. tank. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Getting getting all these teams post deadline when they have have literally nuked a bunch of, of dudes you don't yeah. know in
0: their lineup. Yeah. 3 games against Arizona. I mean,
1: there's a lot of points out there for Colorado. A lot of points.
2: Yeah, they have I was looking at it uh, a fantasy from a fantasy breakdown. They even have the Ev's with the easiest schedule remaining. Yep. Now this this last stress this weekend
1: is kind of the last tough part of their schedule.
2: Yeah, and they have like like the Canadian trip, you yeah. know, Montreal, sure. Toronto, Ottawa on a back-to-back yep. could be, could I mean, be it tough. Be, you still it have the game challenge. against
1: Pittsburgh left in there. You, yeah, they're it's not like it's total free roll, but Compared to the front half of their schedule, this is significantly easier. Yeah. So, we'll see how it all turns out. You know, you can keep everything Avs here at the DNVR. We'll be live tomorrow talking about the ridiculous number of trades and begging the NHL to stop making them so we can do something on Friday. Please. (laughs) And then we'll we'll be live like all day Friday as we usually are for our Trade deadline and chill stream. So join us for that stuff. If you haven't watched it, we have uh, nine targets out so far for the Avs on our website. It should be eight. Uh, It's actually seven because Domi's going up tomorrow morning.
2: That should be the last one. Yeah. So that'll be eight. Yeah. We had to cancel O'Reilly and Taves.
1: Yeah. Those ones happened before we could get them out there. So is what it is. Uh, You can go watch those if you want ideas. One of them is Jack Johnson, so we already got that one right, I guess. But we appreciate you. We'll be back tomorrow. Until then, we'll talk to you later.